Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. His faithful Indian companion, Tonto, the masked rider of the plains, led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. The stories of his strength and courage, his daring and resourcefulness have come down to us through the generations. And nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past and the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse, Silver, the Lone Ranger rides again. Silver, hurry, big fellow. I am Silver. At one time, Jack McLeod had been a uniformed policeman back east. He left the uniform for the higher wages of a U.S. Marshal in the Northwest Territory. But he didn't leave his old police methods behind. With grim determination, McLeod wiped the perspiration from his face and approached his prisoner. I'm going to get the truth out of you. It's the last thing I ever do. You're going to talk, brother. You're going to talk a blue streak before I'm through with you. You don't like it much, do you, eh? You're going to like it a lot less before I get through... Hey, what do you want? I say, old boy, you're taking a bit of an advantage, aren't you? Hey, what did you say? I said, uh, referring, of course, to the gentleman with the manacles on his wrists, that you were taking an advantage, uh, I might say, a deucedly unfair advantage. Gentlemen, manacles? Hey, look, brother, they made manacles, they're handcuffs. And this, this gentleman happens to be Buck Delman. Uh, how do you do, Mr. Delman? Uh, sorry to meet you under such uh, unfortunate circumstances. Uh... uh. That's the most you said for an hour, Buck. 
You blasted killer wolf. Here, here now, I say really, that, that sort of thing is most unfair. Whenever this jailbird gets ready to talk, I'll put aside this uh, persuader until then. Look, look here, old boy. If the constable wants you to talk, why don't you say something and stop this frightful spectacle? I ain't no constable, fella. I'm U.S. Marshal, see? Oh, that's very interesting. Uh, now, please be reasonable, Mr. Delman. You want me to talk to the tin star, huh? Certainly. It seems to be the only sensible procedure. Matter of self-preservation, don't you know? All right, I'll talk. Uh, about time. Well? According to your reckoning, Johnny Maxwell was driving the Overland stage out to the Golden Goose. And carrying six weeks' payroll for the mine. Yeah. Probably more gold than the Golden Goose has turned out in three months. Never mind that. I'm interested in finding out who killed Maxwell and made off of the payroll. Now, keep talking, Delman. You figure it was me. Well, I can see there ain't no use lying to a man like you, McLeod. Well, well, now you're getting smart. Here's what really happened. Yeah, go on. You know Jerry Kruger owns the Golden Goose? Certainly I know Kruger. Jerry Kruger? Why, he's Just the man... shut up. Oh, yes. Go ahead, Buck. Well, he's been figuring to sell the mine, see? I know that, too. What about Johnny Maxwell? Well, let's talk about Kruger. He come into Dry Springs yesterday, borrowed the money for his payroll on the strength of him selling the mine. Listen, Buck, you're telling me things I already know. Tell me something... You don't know? Well, Marshal, you mean there's something that you don't know? In about two minutes, I'm going to work on you again with this talkmaker. Ah. Well, you want to know how I figure in this thing? I'll tell you. When that stagecoach pulled up to the Golden Goose last evening with Johnny Maxwell dead on the boot from a rifle slug... And a strong box full of worthless scrap iron. Yeah. You know where I was? Where? Marshal, I was in Louisville, Kentucky, visiting my poor old grandmother, who always used to say, Buck, don't you never Why, trust you a man who... <laughs> Getting better, Marshal. Now, now, that's enough of that, Constable. Here, give me that, that bludgeon. Give it to you, huh? All right, Budinsky, I'll give it to you. Oh, oh, oh. Trying to make a fool out of me, will you? I'm the law around here and the only law. Now, you clear out of here, Mr. Nosy. Uh, very well. You say you're the only arm of the law in this vicinity? That's what I said. Excellent. In that case... Hey, hey, let go. Give me that. In a moment, with pleasure. That's it, mister. Give it to him. Certainly, Mr. Delman. Why, you stuffed-up dandy out. Frightfully clumsy, old boy. Shouldn't telegraph your punches, you know. Yeah, I'll knock your block off, you smooth-talking lizard. No, no. That isn't the way at all, old chap. Do it like this. Oh. Well, oh, I think I shall uh, appropriate the constable's key and release you, Mr. Delman. Ah, yes, here we are. Oh, the constable won't appreciate it, uh, old choppy, but I will. Yes, of course. There, the manacles, um, handcuffs, I believe you Americans call them, are removed. And so is the constable, at least temporarily. Now, I suggest we depart, eh, my good fellow? Oh, sure. We'll just leave the uh, constable's handcuffs where he'll be sure to find them. One on his right hand and the other on his left foot. There. And we'll just hang the key up here on the wall. <laughs> sure like to see how he goes about reaching it. <laughs> you ready? Righto. Don't recall ever seeing you around here before. Just arrived from New York, Mr. Delman. Cheltenham is my name. Lord Harry Kittredge Cheltenham. That ain't a name, partner. That's a trademark. Trademark? Tra oh, yes. Oh, <laughs> frightfully clever witticism, sir. Frightfully clever. Ah. 
What you doing in a place like Dry Springs? Confidentially, Mr. Dellum, I have just purchased the Golden Goose gold mine from Mr. Kruger, the gentleman you and the constable were talking about. You bought the Golden Goose? Oh, mister, there sure wasn't nothing frightfully clever about that. And that ain't no witticism. to what, mister? Why, I... I was just saying, Marshal. I heard what you were saying. You think it was pretty funny, eh? Why... You was laughing. Well, I'm gonna make you laugh out of the other side of your face, fella. Oh, now, don't get sore, Marshal. I'll teach you buzzers to laugh at Jack McCloud. And you first, Wendy. Shouldn't have done that, Marshal. I used to think he's a big man, McCloud... But I was wrong, I reckon. Instead of taking your spite out on me, why don't you go find Buck Delman and the Englishman, huh? After all, they're, they're the ones who, who left you hogtied with your own handcuffs. <laughs> Excuse me, Marshal. I still think it was funny. Why, you laughing hyena? <laughs> hey, look out. Take the cloud. Wait, he ain't got a gun. Two weeks later, at the Golden Goose Mine office, it was late evening. In the yellow glow of an oil lamp, the immaculate Englishman, Harry Kittredge Cheltenham, sat at his desk, working on the report spread before him. In a shadowy corner, Buck Delman relaxed, his chair tilted back against the wall. Suddenly... Hey, hey, what was that? Huh? What was what, old chap? Don't know. Thought I heard something. Oh, nerves. Still thinking of our friend the constable? Ah. Lizard. Don't worry, just because he ain't around, that don't mean that he won't... Hey, what the... Oh, really, old man, you're acting mo... Oh, uh, uh, how did you get in here? Through the window, an hour ago. An hour ago? You, you've been in this room since we entered? What do you want? Several days ago in Crystal Springs, I read your advertisement in the newspaper. You wanted to engage a special investigator. Uh, uh, yes, but... Uh, I'm afraid a, a masked man, an outlaw. I think Mr. Delman can identify me satisfactorily. Mr. I say, Buck, old boy, are, are you acquainted with this renegade? Huh. Renegade, my grandmother. This gent happens to be the Lone Ranger. What? The Lone Ranger? Why, well, fancy that. Uh, I mean, it's, it's excellent. You mean, sir, you'd like to work for me? Well, that depends on the job to be done. Will you tell me about it? Certainly, sir. You see, uh, it happens that I was so unfortunate as to incur the ill wishes of the uh, constable at Dry Springs, Marshal McCloud. In fact, that, uh, what 
why you are so concerned about finding the man who killed Johnny Maxwell and robbed the stagecoach? For, for this reason. I bought the Golden Goose. Uh, odd name, isn't it? From Mr. Kruger the day before the robbery. Oh? According to the purchase agreement, my responsibilities at the mine became effective the day of the sale. I see. In that case, it's your job to make up the payroll that was stolen. Uh, Righto. How much do you know about this man, Kruger? Ask him how much he knows about the Golden Goose. Uh, the, uh, the mine isn't... Uh, uh, all it was cracked up to be? Oh, it's a lemon. A flop. Strictly no good. And so's Kruger. In other words, you've been swindled. I fear that if I may use an Americanism, you have struck the nail precisely upon the noggin. If I may ask a personal question... Did you pay cash for this property? It amounted to the same thing. Exchangeable securities. Rather a boner, that fellow Kruger. Uh, do you think you could possibly find the person or persons who murdered John Maxwell and made off with the payroll? Possibly, yes. The payroll amounted to some $4,000. I would be most willing to pay, say, $1,000 to the man who could reveal who was responsible for stopping the stagecoach and effecting the murder and the robbery. If anybody can track him down, the masked man and his engine partner will do it. Oh, an Indian? Uh, they are very efficient, I understand. Dondo's been working on the trail of the stage route from Dry Springs to the mine for the past three days. Oh, any success? Oh, no, none whatever. He's been over the route a dozen times without finding the slightest trace of the holdup. I see. Well, whoever perpetrated the crime was deucedly clever, I should say. Possibly too clever. Yeah. Uh, tell me. Do you think Jerry Kruger killed Maxwell and stole the payroll? Why should I think that? Well, in the transaction I had with Kruger, he established himself as something of a cheat. Oh? We know that he was in a bad way financially. He borrowed the money for the payroll on the strength of the mine sale. So you think he waylaid the stagecoach on his way to the mine, killed Maxwell, and robbed his own payroll? $4,000 can be a great temptation to a dishonest person. Yes, I agree with you. But if Kruger did commit the crime... He'd be on punishment now. Why, uh, what do you mean, sir? That Jerry Kruger was shot and killed sometime last night in the town of Dry Springs. The safe in his office was blasted open and robbed. Tell me, masked man. What's Marshal McLeod think about that? Same thing he thought about the killing of Johnny Maxwell, Buck. He thinks you killed Kruger. Last I heard, he was organizing a posse to come after you. I'm much obliged for the warning. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. Now to continue our story. At the Lone Ranger's camp, Tonto waited stolidly for the return of his friend, the Masked Man. When he spied the smoothly running form of the great horse Silver approaching from the distance, Tonto leaped upon the back of Scout and rode out to meet the Lone Ranger. Oh, horse Silver, steady. Oh, easy now. Oh, father, oh, father, oh. Oh, father, oh. Hey, what did you learn? Tonto, fine place where fellas shoot from ambush. Plenty far back from stagecoach trail. So, he's a big fella. Did you find any hoof prints? Ah, Feller him stay so far back from trail, him not worried. Leave plain trail to follow. Did you follow it? No, me come for you first. Which way did it go? Hoofprints go straight to town of Dry Springs. Hmm. Stage driver is killed and the coach is robbed. The man who fired the shot from ambush left the trail. 
Come on, Toto. We're going to find a few answers to this puzzle. I think we'd better start looking in dry springs, steady big fella. Be ready. Come on, Silver. Come on, Scout. Keep a sharp look along the street, Toto. Let me know if you see anyone heading this way. Ah. Town plenty deserted right now. Everybody way with posse, hunting for Delman, fella. They won't find him. He knows his hill country too well. Maybe them put somebody to watch English, fella. Follow him to Delman hideout, huh? I don't think so. The Englishman's a tenderfoot, but... Wait a minute. I think we've found one of the answers to our puzzle. Paper snake, But the man who killed Kruger was too much in a hurry to search his desk very carefully. Come on, we're going over to the marshal's office. If we have any luck there, I think we'll have all the answers. Kimasabi. Yeah. You think Delman feller have something to do with killing? Uh, Buck Delman has a reputation throughout the territory as a gunfighter. I've never heard of him being mixed up in any kind of crooked work. I don't believe he had anything to do with the robbery or the killing of Johnny Maxwell. All I know is that Marshal Jack McLeod made a mistake when he handcuffed Buck Delman and gave him a beating. Me not savvy why Delman run away with English, fella. Whatever the reason, I think we'll find the answer we're looking for somewhere in this office. We will find it if we have to search all night. And keep your eyes open. Remember the fellow we're after is a two-time killer, so don't take no chances with him. Here comes your friend, McLeod. Lord, what's his name? Yeah, I got a score to settle with that bird, too. As soon as I get through with Delman. Oh, uh, the constable, I believe. What's in your mind, gentlemen? Never mind the high and mighty manner, mister, and don't call me constable. I'm U.S. Marshal around here, see? Oh, yes, yes, of course. Um, you were looking for someone? We're looking for Buck Delman. You know where he is. Now, the sooner you tell us, the better off you'll be. I haven't the slightest idea as to Mr. Delman's whereabouts. Yeah? Well, that's what you say. We're going to search the place, and you better not give us no trouble. Come on, gents. Because yeah. I happen to know for a fact he came out here with you yesterday after... after... You mean after I clipped you on the button, old boy? Yes, he did come to mind, but uh, he left this afternoon. However, if you're interested in searching his quarters, why, come right this way. You mean that Jasper's coming back here? Certainly he's coming back, although I can't say just when. You see, Mr. Delman is working for me. Ah, come on. This is Mr. Delman's room here. You'll find his personal belongings, what few there are, scattered about. However, I'm not sure whether you should... Never mind what you ain't sure of. Just get out of the way and let us look around. No, no, no. Really, gentlemen, you're making a terrible mess. Why don't you shut up and go on about your business? Look at here. Look what I found under the mattress here. Hey, hey, what do you got there, huh? Let's see that. Yeah, it's a bunch of papers with Jerry Kruger's name on them. They come from his office, sure as shooting. You fellas all see this stuff? Well, just remember, when we come up with Buck Delman, this proves he was the one blasted open the safe in Kruger's office. Chances are Jerry come in and catched him doing it, and Delman plugged him. All right, now you, Mr. Fancy Talk. We want Delman, and we want him quick. And you can save yourself a lot of grief by telling us where he is. Why, I really don't know what to say. If Delman is really a criminal... Really a criminal? Huh. He killed Maxwell and then Kruger and pulled off two robberies doing it. 
What more do you think it takes to make a criminal? Uh, I'm afraid I owe you an apology, Constable. I believe the man to be innocent of the crime. You're going to tell us where he's hiding out, or ain't you? I have no desire to shield a lawbreaker. I'll take you to his hiding place. As the posse of lawmen headed by Marshal Jack McLeod and the mine owner rode away from the Golden Goose Mine, the Lone Ranger and Tonto stepped into the darkness at the rear of the jailhouse in Dry Springs. On the masked man's face was an expression of grim determination. There are three men who know where Buck Delman went. The Englishman is one, and we're the other two, Tonto. Ah. Here, Scout. Come, fellas. By this time, the posse's been to the mine. No use going there. What do you mean, Kimasabi? Whether he knows it or not, Buck Delman's in danger. We're going to ride straight for his hideout in the hills. That's where the showdown will take place. Steady, big fella. Oh, boy, steady. Easy. Get him up, Scout. One, Silver. It was well after midnight when the Lone Ranger and Tonto reached their destination. Oh, Silver. Oh, Scout. Oh, fella. Oh, steady now, fella. Not a sign of life. And hope we might get here in time. You got here in time. Party ain't started yet. Elman, you, what do you mean? Rode out to warn me I was in danger, didn't you? You mean you're expecting someone to find your hideout? Yeah, I still am. Only thing is, I ain't certain just who to expect. You got any ideas? Yeah, several. And I think I have the necessary proof to back them up. But uh, first, I'd like to know just where you fit in this picture. Oh, who said I fit any place? It isn't usual for a man with your reputation to let himself be pushed around the way you've done. I'm wondering why. Well, maybe if I knew what you know, I, uh, I could add to it. Well, I know that you happened along just at the time Johnny Maxwell was killed. Oh, that's right. I, uh, think I know why you happened along. You can tell me if I'm wrong. Shoot. Jack McLeod was fired from his job nearly a month ago. Yeah. He was discharged for incompetence and for unnecessary brutality in the course of his duties. He refused to quit. So, after a while, the government decided to send a man down who could not only handle McLeod's job, but McLeod as well. Ah. So then what? I think you're the man they sent in. Am I right? When McLeod arrested me for the stage robbery and killing, I decided to play dumb for a while and find out just which way the wind was blowing. And then when the Englishman horned in, I began to see some more angles. Come on, and I... come. Good work, Tonto. You haven't answered me yet, Buck. Were you sent here to replace Jack McLeod? Here's the badge, masked man. I got orders from the government to take over the marshal's job at Dry Springs and to remove McLeod from office one way or another. Good. You're the man to do it. Sure. Especially when I got a man like you to help me. Here they come, Buck. Let's get out of this clearing. Tonto, we're backing Buck Delman's play. Just get out of sight and follow his lead. Ah, uh, you ready? This is it. All right, that we made getting here. He must have let up. He could have heard us coming from miles. Well, maybe, but he ain't going to travel far tonight. If he did, we'll pick up his trail at daylight. Are you sure this is the place he was hiding out? Yes, this is the place, Constable. Will you stop calling me Constable before I go crazy? I ain't no constable. I'm a U.S. Marshal. This is the place, McLeod. Uh, yeah, you just make one uh, bad move and you're going to be the deadest constable anybody ever saw. Yeah, that's him. The slick Jasper. He's back in the shadows there. We ain't backing up for no blasted killer like you, Delman. You might get a couple of us, but we'll plug you sure. 
Better throw down that gun. Otto and I can take care of the surplus. Hey, it sounds like we're surrounded, Dad. You are. You men, listen to me. McLeod was fired from the marshal's office three weeks ago. I came up here to take his place. That's a blasted lie. It's the truth. Delman can prove it. You men been chasing the fellow that killed Johnny Maxwell and Jerry Kruger. He's riding with you right this minute. What do you mean by that, Delman? McLeod, you're under arrest for murder. I have the proof, Marshal Delman. All you need to convict both McLeod and Sheltonham. The Englishman. What's he got? That's what I call throwing lead. From you, Buck, that's a compliment. Get their guns, Toto. Uh, me get them. Wing them both. Blasted the guns right out of their you hands. fools. Are you going to sit by and watch this outlaw take Delman from us after the evidence you found? Evidence, huh? What kind? Don't be funny, Delman. We found some of the papers you took from Kruger's safe. Found them in your belongings. Oh. I'm beginning to think the Lone Ranger knows more about this crooked setup than I do. Lone Ranger? Yes, that's who he is, gents. <laughs> but you could tell by the way he handled his guns when McLeod and the Englishman went for theirs. You better listen to what he's got to say. What I say doesn't prove anything, but these papers will. Take them, Buck. Uh, well, what's the story? Kruger and McLeod were partners in the Golden Goose Mine. When they had a chance to sell it to Mr. Cheltenham for a fancy price, they jumped at it. As it turned out, Cheltenham was a bigger crook than either of them. You see, he paid for the mine with securities that were worthless. They'd managed to steal them back from Kruger to cover up the fact. Kruger caught him at it, and the Englishman shot him. Oh, really, gentlemen, this is preposterous. Cheltenham wanted to frame Delman for the killing of Kruger, and McLeod wanted to frame him for the killing of Johnny Maxwell. Yeah, but what about that stagecoach robbery? You mean McLeod was back of that? Uh, just try and prove it. You robbed the strong box before the stage ever left Dry Springs, McLeod. Then, from a distance, you hid by the trail and ambushed the driver. What's that? Bob and I found the money, McLeod, hidden under the floor of your office. Here. Here's the key for the jail cell, Delman. We locked the money in there. Pretty doggone slick, I'll say. That Englishman even hid some of Kruger's paper in your room, Buck. And then made out like he didn't want us to search the place. Uh huh. <laughs> they both had pretty good schemes figured out. The only trouble was they were so busy trying to frame somebody else for their crimes that they got, well, they hooked themselves. <laughs> and all the time, here you was the real marshal, playing dead and waiting to see what was going to happen. Ah. Worked out all right. But if the Lone Ranger hadn't come along and put the puzzle together for me, I wouldn't have been playing dead. You fellows would have had me dancing on air by now. Well, let's get these birds back to town. Huh, boys?
The story you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of The Lone Ranger Incorporated. <laughs> <laughs>